Welcome to the MS Gym Podcast. I'm your host, Jody Feltham, and it's about to get real as we listen to the victories and struggles of our own MS Gym members. So let's dive in. Today we'll chat with Jan Jay, one of our original gymmers. She'll share about her many adventures, passions, and also the strategy she uses every day to keep calm and maintain her positive outlook. Hello, MS Gym family. So glad you could join me for another episode of our MS Gym podcast. Uh, today, we're once again traveling overseas to visit one of our longtime members, um, Jan. So Jan, thank you so much for joining us today. Oh, thank you very much. It's a, it's a pleasure, Jody. Um, it's going to be good to talk to you. Mm-hmm. Now, I did mention that you're one of our longtime members, Jan. How long have you been part of the MS Gym? I think I was an OG, original Jimmer, and I believe I joined um, about September, October 2017. Um, uh-huh. It was before the paid membership started. I was one of the ones that was following Trevor on the Facebook daily exercises. And then when he announced that he was going to start up the MS Gym, that was it. I was in from, from day one. So. Yeah, a long time, a long, long time now. That's that's amazing. And it's crazy to think like the MS Gym started, like Trevor pushed play on his very first video on May 15, 2017. And like, here we are, we're coming up on like six years. It's incredible. It really is incredible. It really is. And how it's changed and how it's evolved over those those six years as well. It's It's been amazing. Mm-hmm. And, and without the MS Gym, I certainly wouldn't have got to virtually meet people like you so i'm i'm grateful for this community that i've got to meet from people all over the world so so jen how did um how did ms kind of show up in your life like where where did it start well it was a a complete bolt out of the blue um it started uh, i love walking i used to walk everywhere walk for miles and miles and miles and i just loved walking and i was out walking one day and for no reason, I just started tripping. And I stopped, thought that's strange, carried on walking for a bit further, started tripping again. And it was intermittent, it sort of came it came and it went. So left it for quite a while because I didn't think it was anything major. I then realized it wasn't going away. So I went to see a doctor and there follows a saga of two or three years of being misdiagnosed. Um, saying things like, oh, it's trapped nerves in your back. It's a slip disc that has healed itself and it's trapping nerves in your your back. I had various tests and eventually it ended up with me having a major back operation because they was convinced that it was trapped nerves in my back. So I have a five inch scar down my back as as testimony to this. the doctor the consultant said at the time, okay, the nerves may reheal, they may not, um, give it two years. And if it's no better by then, then it's never going to get better. Well, two years came and went and things weren't better. In fact, things were worse. So I changed my doctor and this new doctor made me walk up and down the corridor 
And he said, right, he said, urgent brain and spine scan. I think you may have MS. So, yes, uh, had the scan that confirmed as best as they could that, uh, yes, it it was MS. And that was in 2015. Um, I was diagnosed with primary progressive right from the start, I guess, because of my age and the symptoms that I had. Uh, And that was it. I mean, my only symptom then was um, foot drop. And I've been lucky, if if lucky is the right word, but throughout the, from the diagnosis to today, I don't have any other symptoms except foot drop. And because of that, my walking has got way worse than it was. Mm. So... I've heard many stories about how hard it can be to get a diagnosis, but Jan, that's that's awful that you went I know. back surgery. I know uh, to try to treat this. I'm like you went under the knife. Yes, basically in vain. Like yes. I'm, I'm so sorry that it happened. Like I, mm. of all the stories I've heard, I've never heard of something quite so mm. so drastic to try to solve mm. this problem without the doctor mm. looking at other things as opposed to being stuck on this one diagnosis that was totally wrong so what what did what were your feelings when you got that diagnosis then when they finally figured out what was going on like had you heard about MS did you know people with MS I didn't know anybody with MS I had heard of MS but I didn't know what it was I didn't know um, the impact that it would have on a, a person um I guess probably I was in denial for for several years. Um, yes, I knew I had it, uh, but I, I wasn't going to give it any sort of position in my life. You know, it, it just it was just something that I was going to have to get work my way around. Mm-hmm. All right. Now, Jan, you and I have talked, um, and travel has been a big part of your life. Now. Did does travel look different now than maybe what it did before diagnosis? Oh, oh sure it does. Yeah, um, which is a shame. Um, yes, as, as you know, traveling is and was and still is a, a big part of my life. But whereas before, I didn't mind where in the world I went. It was literally just get a pin and and put it in the in the map, and that's where I ended up. I would do that. Um, now I can't. There's lots of things to consider now. It's the um, the the heat. What's the heat going to be like at certain times a year? What are the facilities like um, where I'm going to stay? So there's all sorts of other issues that you know I I would never have had to have thought about before. I mean, I was one of these people that. I would just like throw a few things in a rucksack and go to the airport and just go, you know, I was, I was like that, but now it's quite a, quite a planning process now. So what, what would you say has been your, your biggest travel trip since your diagnosis? I know COVID's put things over the last three years, but. Um, Well, actually I have still been to some pretty good places um since my d- diagnosis i've been to america several times um i have been to canada your home ground i have okay. i have friends in um ottawa and fredericton okay so i've been there i have been to um malaysia and thailand 
Um, of course, this was all between diagnosis and COVID. Mm. COVID literally, as it were, put a stop to everybody going anywhere. So uh, but we're hoping to restart again in this year. We're hoping to go back to Thailand towards the end of the year. Having done my research and um, we're going back to the hotel we've been to before, so I know what that's like. And um, I'm trying to pick a time of year that's going to be cooler, mm -hmm. easier for me to, to get around in. For sure, for sure. So Jen, I, I don't know anything about what what kind of career path did you do and are you still working or? No, um, from, from my, most of my career has been in financial services. I worked for um, lending companies, mortgage lending companies, uh, life insurance companies, that sort of thing. Um, the latter part of my uh, career with them was I was a trainer and I used to go out and train financial consultants in our branches that we had sort of dotted around the country. Um, I did that for a number of years, um, oh. but that's very tiring. I was doing sort of 800, 1,000 miles a week. Oh. driving from home to various um various uh, branches and it just it just wore me out after a while so that's when I decided to give up that type of work and then I thought well, what am I going to do now linked it with my traveling and I went to um, Barcelona in Spain and I did a course out there to get um, an international qualification to teach English as a foreign language, which I did. And then I taught in Spain for a while. And then um, I went to India, as you, as you know, I went to India and I taught out there for, for the best part of a year. So um, yes, I had a sort of a change of career. I just didn't want to stay in financial services any longer and uh, tried to combine it with things that I, I love, which I'm glad I did. I'm glad I have those memories, even though I can't do it now. Hmm. That sounds, it sounds like you have an adventurous heart and an adventurous spirit that not many people would, would do that, would just pack up and, mm -hmm. and, you know, start a new career choice and, and travel overseas and, and live there. So I think that's, mm -hmm. that's incredible. And I, and I hope that you still will find a lot of joy in your travel. I know it's going to look different for you, but I hope, you know, your upcoming trip to Thailand and mm -hmm. areas, I hope that you will find some beautiful experiences and memories in them as well. It is a beautiful part of the world. And mm -hmm. I, I, I love the Far East. It's, it's, I feel comfortable there. So yes, as you said, you know, traveling is still on the agenda, but it is very different. Okay. Where, where would you go? If you could go anywhere in the world with no limitations, where's your dream place to go? Um, I would, I don't, oh gosh, that's a hard one. There's so many. I haven't been to Japan. I would love to go to Japan. Um, I've been to Australia, but I haven't seen enough of it. So I would like to do some more of Australia and New Zealand. I mean, really, um, I just love traveling. So I no, don't really mind where I go. You talked about your biggest MS symptom is, is mm. foot drop mm. and that you've, pretty much you've steered clear of some of the other symptoms mm. um would you say that's like your biggest challenge with ms or are there other factors maybe mentally like cognitively or just emotionally things like that have you been impacted in other ways 
sure. I, I think I think it's inevitable that that you, you do get impacted by all sorts of things, especially as as the symptoms that you've got do impact on your life in such a huge way. Um, yeah, I do. Foot drop is my my main one, but over the years, as I do have progressive MS, it has taken a toll on my walking. Mm. Um, so I do have the typical walking issues now. I walk with um, trekking poles. Um, I do have a um, rollator, wheelie walker, that I use when I go out um, anywhere where I think I might have to walk for a little way. Mm. And I take that so I've got the option to, to sit down if needs be. Um, I don't have too many down days. I I try and talk myself out of them and I'm, I'm quite good if I feel dark falls dark thoughts coming through my mind I just I just blanket say no I'm not going there that's not that's not what I'm doing today and I'll just do something positive mm. I've learned to be quite good at that I, I guess in some respects that's down to my still being in denial a little bit mm. that I have this disease. I know, I know I have this disease and it has impacted me, but I'm not going to let it be all there is. Mm, that's great. And and one of my other questions was about advice for newly newly diagnosed people, but it sounds like you gave a lot in there about maybe yeah. distracting or, or mm. thinking about other things like trying mm. to keep a mm. positive mind frame. Because I think we all know there's times where we let that that dark thought linger a bit too long and it, and it can really take us down so I think yeah. what you said about trying to captivate those thoughts early on in the process mm -hmm. before they go down that rabbit hole per se exactly and also um, apart from the distraction definitely research as well um, for someone like me I didn't know the ins and outs of what MS was um, it helped me by reading up about it. I don't mean sort of various uh, uh, websites where it's full of people who are all sort of doom and gloom and, you know, it's, it's sort of quite miserable. I'm, I'm talking about factual websites that you, you can read them and, you, and by sort of educating yourself on what it's all about, um, you, you can get to grips with it a bit more and think, well, okay, I, I can see what, what could, could happen now and I'm going to deal with it. I'm going to find ways to cope with this. Um, and, and that's why the I think the education that we get from the MS gym is amazing. Mm. Because not only are we shown the exercises, but we are shown what parts of the body it's working and why we're doing it, which is it's incredible. Mm, that sounds that sounds I appreciate what you say about using information to empower mm -hmm. you and not to drag you down like you said there's so many there's yes. so many groups and stuff like where everyone just goes and commiserates and and mm -hmm. complains and, and just kind of vents and obviously we do need we do need communities to share our struggles in but it's it's dangerous when that's all the community is so exactly and that's why the moc is so important because the community there on the whole is incredibly positive yeah, um, yeah. and the moc is that is the members only corner it's part of yes. it's it's one of the best perks of paid membership in the ms gym is is this community international community that's you know where we meet all of 
you know, our international MS gym members and stuff. And it's, it's amazing because, because it is international that there's always someone there. If you go on at two in the morning, that's, you know, it's the middle of the day for someone else. There's always someone there to, to be with you and, in, in either celebrate with you or to kind of yes. sit with you virtually if you're going through something rough. So yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's an, it's an incredible, incredible place to be. And the friends that you, you make on there as well is is wonderful really good what would you say your biggest kind of victory has been since you've been part of the ms gym biggest victory i i think is 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 the fact that today i am still moving i am Mm -hmm. still walking i i am still being able to um manage my home and go out and you know shop and, and things like that it is just doing normal everyday things albeit in a different way I think that is is the biggest victory that um I've not allowed it to to really take over that I am still in the best I can to you know just be as normal as I can be which I think I'm succeeding that's awesome. You know, it's it's interesting how MS gives us this perspective shift, you know, like mm-hmm. someone who's completely healthy, has no health issues, you know, they think about, oh, yeah. I've got to clean this and I've got to do yeah. this and I got to go okay. get groceries and do laundry. And it's yeah. interesting with with MS, you have this different perspective shift because you're like, yes, I get to do this. You know, yeah. like it's it's like a victory to fold a load of laundry or to yeah. get the groceries like it's it's it seems kind of a weird perspective shift, but you kind of gain a different appreciation for mm-hmm. the simple things in life. So, yes. and yes, I think, I think that's incredible. You talk about, you know, your victories. It's not like you said you, you climbed like Mount Kilimanjaro, but mm-hmm. just getting to live your daily life. And I know that was the heart of Trevor and Misty when they started the MS gym was, you know, letting us live the best life, you know, that we can. So I think those are those are great victories. They're very practical yeah. and tangible. And certainly, you know, everyone in this community can definitely, you know, appreciate the significance of those things. Exactly. I mean, everything takes a little bit longer nowadays. I always overestimate what I think I can do. And I plan a day full of things and I probably only get 50% of them done because everything just takes so long. But I don't worry about that tomorrow's another day I can pick it up tomorrow so but yeah if I can do what I I want to do the best way I can then I'm I'm happy Mm -hmm. now you have such a positive kind of flexible Mm -hmm. mind frame did it start out like that or is it something that you kind of grown over the last what eight years since your diagnosis um I think initially um when I was first diagnosed and um, I read up a little bit about it. I think I did go into like an, an emotional meltdown for a few weeks. Um, but I did then pull myself up and thought, no, no, I, I got to got to find a way around this. I've got to find a way to deal with this. And everything seemed to be pointing towards exercise yeah. to keep moving. If you don't move, then, you know, you, you potentially got, you've got potential problems. So um so that's what I did. I, I started researching foot drop exercises, which I think everybody does. And of course, Trevor came up on um, Facebook. And that's how I found the, um, not not Facebook, it's on YouTube. Yeah. And, and that's how I, I found um, 
uh, Trevor Wickham. Um, but uh, yeah, it wasn't all positive right from the beginning, that's for sure. But I had to work on that. Mm. I think that's got easier as time's gone on. That's awesome. So, you you know, obviously we talk about, you know, the members only corner, the support, the virtual support. What What's your support system like in person, like non-virtually, physical, right. skin on? Um, I have my husband um, who obviously knows all about it. And um, I have friends that uh, are, they probably don't know too much. They know I have MS and they know I have problems um, with mobility. But I, I don't go into too much detail with, with people. I guess I'm a bit of an introvert and I keep a lot to myself. Um, you know, my husband says it's like trying to get blood out of a stone to get to get how I'm feeling. You know, mm. it's difficult because I, I am like that. But uh, yes, I do know I have got some very good friends uh, and my husband as well. He has a small family and I haven't told them. Oh, wow. <laughs> I haven't told them. I've gone along with my story that I've got back problems. I know that's bad, isn't it? Please no, don't just <laughs> no. You know what? We all have to decide. You know whether whether it's family or mm. for those that are working in employment. You know, we all mm. have to come to a place mm. where we decide who we share it with because it's very yeah. it's a very personal decision. And some people don't necessarily uh, that we don't necessarily feel safe with. Like we don't. No. We I think we've all had, and I'm not saying your in laws or links, but you mm. we've all had experience where we share something difficult in our life and. Mm you know, they respond, oh, well, that's nothing. Or they mm. say, oh, it's not as bad as this problem. Or then they go to the extreme, oh, I know someone with MS and they're like in yes. a living. Like they, we have to be wise about who we share vulnerable parts of ourselves with. So I don't, yes. I don't, I don't fault you for that at all. So I mean, I probably will have to say something at some point, but um, at the moment, I'm, I'm just happy the way, way it is at the moment. What would you say to someone who's struggling? Maybe they were just recently diagnosed. Maybe they've kind of gone through a transition in the progression of their disease. Like what, what would you, what advice would you give? Definitely research. Cause I do think that education and knowledge is half the battle of dealing with this, with this disease. Don't go down a rabbit hole. Don't follow the, the, the doom and the gloom. Um, try and be as positive as you can. I don't know, look at meditation. Look at, I do other things like um, chair yoga and uh, tai chi as well. Just, just doing that for half an hour or, or 20 minutes or something like that, it, it just sort of smooths everything out. So try and keep yourself as calm as you possibly can and, and deal with it. Try and as I said, don't don't go down rabbit holes. That's good advice. And we all know, I'm sure in your research, like we all know that stress makes mm. MS so much worse. And we know that, you know, like stress can be external stress, you know, from like the weather or it can be internal stress, right? Anything that can impact us can, can physically make our symptoms worse and things like that. So finding, yeah, finding ways to calm yourself, to relax yourself is definitely a strategy. Mm, so Jen, would, would you share anything else? Is there anything else that you want to share maybe from, from your research or from your experiences that you'd 
share with the MS gym world or anyone else listening to the podcast? I just think it's so important to keep to keep moving, to keep your body moving, even if it is just stretching, releasing your muscles and stretching um, or just doing a few sit to stands or something like that. So it's just just things like that. Just just keep moving. Keep positive. Um, do your research. And it's just your life is going to change. But go with that change. Evolve with it and you know, just make each day count wonderful advice so you've you've talked about the places that you want to travel what what other goals or aspirations might you have oh driving okay (laughs) I um I haven't driven for a little while and my car is sitting out there looking at me very accusingly so um that's my goal this year well that's that's a great goal and again it goes back to that you know like bettering your bettering your life and having Mm -hmm. victories through you know activities of daily life so I think Mm -hmm. that's that's a fantastic and a very tangible goal to work towards so Jan thank you so much for talking with me I'm glad to I know it's such a short time but just to get a little snippet of your life I'm sure there's so much more to learn about you but thank you for taking the time with me today to to share with our MS Gym community thank you Jody it's been a pleasure Do you want to give a voice to your own story or learn more about the MS Gym? You can check us out at themsgym.com.